You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Tuesday, everyone. If this is your first podcast of Locked On Boston College, I want to welcome you. I hope you enjoy this. We are a daily Boston College podcast that we talk about the Eagles every day, five days a week, for a nice 20 to 25 minutes. We hope you enjoy it. We give you news, analysis, everything you need. All you need to do to make sure you're caught up to date is hit subscribe or like wherever you get your podcasts. On today's show, we are going to look at fandom of Boston College fans and where they rank in terms of other schools around the country. And I saw something that we're going to talk about with that. There was a big news uh, item about recruiting that I'm going to jump into with a, a little segment. And then, of course, we have the news. So let's kick it off with Boston College news around the world. First of all, I didn't talk about it yesterday, but Jerome Robinson was waived this weekend by the Washington Wizards. Now, this was big news because Boston College, he was a former Boston College guard, picked 13th in the 2018 draft by the Los Angeles Clippers. And he, you know, just he has not lived up to the expectations um, since he arrived in the league. You know, he's only averaged about four points a game and he has not found a new place to go yet. So we'll see if. Jerome Robinson finds a new home. Reggie Jackson and Jared Dudley are the only two uh, players left in the NBA from Boston College. And honestly, I don't see that changing for a little while. So it'll be interesting to see who the next Boston College player is that goes pro. We have lots of new uh, recruiting news up on the site. We have a new um, writer on bcbulletin.com where I write and you're going to want to check him out. It's Mitchell Wolf, who's been on this podcast a couple times and he does a lot of scouting reports. So he's going to give us a whole new perspective on recruiting and, and players. Um, already, you know, BC landed a um, commitment from Ohio tackle Stephen Gales this weekend and Mitch wrote a whole scouting report like really in-depth. So if you want to get more into who these players are and what they could bring and, and kind of have Mitch show you like what you know BC could have seen and what he these players could do, check out bcbulletin.com to see some of those scouting reports. Now, you can get these on other sites too, but you have to pay for them. I'm giving them to you free. And they're, gonna, they're a great uh, resource that we're going to have. And on top of that, uh, including more good uh, recruiting news, because I'm bringing it to you uh, often and furiously on our site, um, and I'm going to probably mess his name up, and I apologize. Gilbert Tongrongo of Virginia visited Boston College this weekend. I talked to Gilbert. I've talked to him a few times. Uh, it was an unofficial visit, and he loved Boston College. He talks about it on the site. So check out his interview to find out uh, what he had to say about his visit to the Eagles. As I'm recording this, uh, BC Baseball has some news. As Tuesday's game against Northeastern has been canceled. And the reason behind the cancellation has to do with COVID-19 protocols within the Northeastern program. So Boston College and Northeastern is off on Tuesday. It would have been a nice uh, opportunity for another win against the Huskies. BC beat them last time. Uh, But BC will have to wait as they uh, will then face off against Florida State this weekend. And the way BC is playing and the way Florida State is playing, this is going to be a tough one for the Eagles. So um, no games this midweek for BC baseball. And finally... Um, you know, 
for hockey news. So a couple, you know, as we mentioned last week, there was a handful of BC players that got drafted that got that signed their rookie deals to head to the NHL. Uh, you know, Matt Boldy, he went to the Minnesota Wild, Spencer Knight to the Panthers, and Alex Newhook to the Colorado Avalanche. And Logan Husko, but, you know, he's hurt. And um, Michael Hardman uh, also will be, you know, he's going right to the AHL. Well, Mike, Matt Boldy did the same thing, but he had a huge weekend. He played for the Iowa Wild, so that's the AHL affiliate for Minnesota. And I believe had two goals over the weekend. He just looked really, you know, on fire. I was getting people tagging me left and right on his plays. So uh, congratulations to Matt Boldy. And I saw that Spencer Knight was also already activated on the Florida Panthers. I think he was the emergency goalie uh, this weekend. So, you know, already these teams are starting to uh, find time to use these players. And if teams are struggling... There's a, and I think Minnesota's not that all that good. I think there's a good chance that, you know, Boldy and Spencer Knight could see some playing time before the end of the year. Alex Newhook probably won't be. I, you know, just based on, I mean, the Avalanche are, are a train right now, so I don't. Unless there's an injury, I don't see him jumping up and, and um, grabbing playing time as of right now. And the final piece of recruiting news is someone, um, when we did a mailbag about three or four weeks ago, someone asked me about Anto Saka, and uh, he's a defensive end out of Loyola Bakerfield in Maryland, and he named his top 12, and Boston College was on that list. The Eagles are on there along with Maryland, Duke, Tennessee, Michigan, uh, South South California, USC, excuse me, Northwestern, Rutgers, Cal, Virginia, Penn State, and Oregon. I mean, top 12s, you can't put too much weight into those because, honestly, there's so many teams still in it. You don't know who leads at that point, and there's some really big teams on there. And I imagine that, you know, it only takes a few, you know, big games for him during his senior season for some other school to jump in, and that could turn his head. So I like to just tell you, and I know that there was a reader who wanted to know about Anto Saka, so he is in the top 12 for Boston College. Now, in a moment, we're going to talk more about recruiting because there was big recruiting news on a national scale over the um, on Monday, and we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we do, let's chat about rockauto.com. Are you in the process of doing work on your car? Are you going to stores where you could be paying 30 to 50 to 100% more for the exact same auto parts as rockauto.com? And you're making a mistake because if you head on over to rockauto.com, you can get anything you need for your car at a fraction of the price. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Best part, it's easy to use. You head on over, you just put your make and model in, boom, all the parts are right there for you to find. And all the prices are reliably low, and they're same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. You can't beat it. All you need to do is head over to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. And write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Now let me tell you about another podcast I've been telling you for weeks. So let's talk about Locked On Today. If you check them out yet, get more of the news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. As I was just saying, Mitch Wolf is now one of our writers for our site. I'm excited about that. He's going to be on our show um, in the next couple of weeks to talk more draft stuff. So if you are interested in Boston College in the draft, and I might ask him some more draft questions just in general because I love that kind of talk. You're going to want to check out those uh, episodes as we get closer to the NFL draft, which I think is like two weeks away. Can't believe that's already coming up. And, you know, there's four Boston College players in it along, um, you know, 
with a, a whole slew of quarterbacks. I can't wait to see how that all shakes up. So on Monday, the news broke, and this is not really a surprise, that the NCAA is finally lifting the dead period for recruiting. So if you're not aware, the dead period started in March of last year when the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic hit. And what it did was it stopped in-person recruiting uh, for any sport. So you play, if you're a player and you were interested in a school, you couldn't visit the school. Now, this rule has gone on and has been updated eight different times. Um, and now Dennis Dodd of CBSSports.com has said that June 1st will be the first day where um, recruits can actually visit uh, schools. Now, if, you, if you've been following the dead period and kind of understand what, what's going on, just think of it this way, right? So you're a 17-year-old kid. You have 25 schools offering you and saying, you know, you should come play at our school and we have this, this, and the other thing. But you can't go there. You can't meet these people in person. You can't see the insides of these places in person because they have all been shut down. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm all about health and safety, but how, how do these kids make a decision like that? You're get you're you know it, it could be any you know I'm not gonna say four years, but you're making a major life decision without ever seeing a school, right? So, you know, programs that have a reputation probably will get more recruits that way because you, you can just sell your reputation. You don't have to sell the school because you don't have to see it. Now, for a school like Boston College. This dead period has been really tough. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast multiple times. Jeff Halfley brings it up at his press conferences that, you know, there's no way that they, you know, he can't do his full uh, pitch to kids if he can't get them on campus. And and you, you should be able as a fan and someone listening to this understand that because, you know, you see how engaging Halfley is in that staff. You know, they're, they have to do it through Zoom and they can't show off certain parts of the fish center and, and fish field house and, and the the weight rooms and things like that because it's all off limits. They can't meet the kids live. They can't do those special things. And that's a big deal for Boston College. Now, credit to Halfley and his staff. They've been able to put together some remarkable recruiting classes, even though they, you know, as a new staff, haven't met any of these kids you know Halfley talked about I think there were probably two kids in the last recruiting class that he's ever met and you know he had a class of 25 most of those kids had never stepped foot on campus they had never met Jeff Halfley they've seen him on TV and that has been it you know the, the this is a game changer for you know I, I think it's great for kids just in general because I want them to be able to make these decisions and if you can play football and 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 make that move to have those games happen, you should be able to allow kids to go on campus to do this. You know, test them, have them socially distance, have them you know do all the protocols that you do for a game, and then get them to meet these the staff and and do all that stuff. That shouldn't be that hard. I don't know why. It took this long. Well, I do know why, because football games bring in money. Official visits do not. So you follow the money. So, But this is a big deal for Boston College because Jeff Halfley put together, I think, the 36th ranked recruiting class last year. And it was a big jump for his his uh, program. But he did all of that without having recruits on campus. So he was at a major disadvantage. You know, you look at other schools, Harbaugh, you know, all those guys, they've met many of these kids already. Halfley was playing behind the eight ball. Now it's going to be a flood of kids everywhere. And this news from Dodd is not, 
news news in a sense because this this date has been kind of floating around for a while. And if you've been following recruiting pages, if you follow like 247, any of their guys or, you know, even some of my guys on SI or uh, fan-sided, you'll notice certain programs like, you know, South Carolina and Texas and Florida, they've already been planning official visits for the last month and a half. You see kids putting up their, uh, you know, special uh, Photoshop packages of, of them in their uniforms that the school sends to set up their official visit date. So this isn't a big um, secret. And I've talked to BC, you know, they thought it was coming um, and they had, you know, they're starting to make plans and preparations. And, you know, at the next press conference, I'll talk to Jeff Halfley if the, if the motion passes, because it hasn't officially passed yet. The NCAA is meeting later this week to officially pass it, but it sounds like it's kind of a done deal. So this will bring BC uh, football to the next level. You get these kids on campus, you get them in front of that staff, and you're going to see much – I think you're going to see bigger names start to pop too. Like guys that maybe in the past, even with Jeff Halfley, they didn't have a, a chance with. When they meet the staff, they see everything, they're going to end up at Boston College. So Boston College fans, you guys should be excited too because I think this is going to be a big deal. And it's 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 the right thing to do for these kids. So in our final segment, we're going to talk about the bad reputation Boston College fans get and a new poll I saw, and, I, and I, again, it, it was something silly that I noticed that uh, we're going to talk about in just a moment. But before we do, let me tell you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest, easiest way to put money on any of your sports action. Football may be over, college basketball is over as well, and Major League Baseball and the NBA are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and updates. All you need to do is sign up. When you get your free account, use promo code locked on and you're going to get 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, betonline.ag, promo code locked on, you'll get 50% on your first deposit. Locked on at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. This is AJ Black. Let me tell you about locked on mock NFL draft. You're getting ready for the draft. I am so pumped. April 19th through 26th, listen to the Ultimate Mock 2121 draft featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason Lecanafor, and Michael Lombardi. Our local experts for every team make trades and picks the next stars of their team. Subscribe to the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Locked On and Odyssey on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports podcasts, news, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D. A-C-Y. This is Locked On Boston College, A.J. Black. On tomorrow's show, we'll talk some more about spring football as we continue our march towards the Jay McGillis game. And we'll also get into some more recruiting news and anything else that pops up. And on Friday, check out our listener mailbag. If you have questions you want me to answer, email them to me at bostoncollegesi at gmail.com or DM me on any of the social media platforms. I respond to them all. On our last segment, I want to chat a little bit about something I saw online. And I'm not even going to give the the poster credit for this because it was stupid and I don't even know what it was based on. But someone posted on Twitter like what looked like their official rankings of the worst fan bases in college football. And at number one in the entire country was Boston College. And I saw that and I... You know, I I am a journalist and I try to keep my journalist hat on, but you know, I sometimes I bleed maroon and gold. I I was a I'm a ex student and I had season tickets before I I started covering the team, and 
I, based off of years of watching college football, seeing what different um, venues look like across the country, that is the biggest load of crap I've ever seen. Um, Boston College does not have the worst fan base in the country, and I can think of many fan bases. In and we're just talking football, uh, you know, basketball is a whole other story, and I'm not defending that. But football, BC football fans, when they're playing good or playing well, excuse me, will show up. We'll pack Alumni Stadium if it's an interesting team. They'll they'll pack Alumni Stadium. You just have to win, and I think. When you see Jeff Halfley, you know, run out of that tunnel against Colgate in September this year, and if there's they're allowing 100% fans at alumni, you'll see what BC fans are like. Because I know from my conversations with many, many fans that they're dying to get back there, and that they're, they're not going to have any issue. I think selling that that stadium out with the way that that coach has built this program, and you look at where so you got that right, and you have a team that's on the rise. You've had a team that has history. And you look at some of the other programs that they put above Boston College. And again, I don't even know who this person is. It's not a major news person. They put Rutgers in front of Boston College. They put Kansas in front of Boston College. Oregon State in front of Boston College. Duke in front of Boston College. I know Duke has had some success under David Cutcliffe. But when's the last time you saw Duke Stadium rocking? Like you've seen alumni, you know, against Miami like three years ago. Or against USC in 2014, or some of those night games, like the Florida State game where BC beat the snot out of the Seminoles. I, I, you know, I think Boston College gets a really bad rap. You see it all the time. Like I, I have, I use so, I use TweetDeck to kind of. I'm on social media a lot, but I, I use TweetDeck to kind of keep a tab on um, Boston College news and on it. The tab that I have also gets just random people. And Boston College gets beat on nonstop. And I get it. Sometimes Boston College, you know, in the last 10 years, they have been sort of irrelevant. But they have a history. And I think uh, they have a future. And to, to throw out the baby with the bathwater and see some of these other schools that are like, oh, yeah, this school, you know, Georgia Tech it has better fans than Boston College is nonsense. Just because they're in the South doesn't mean they're better fans than BC, right? So I'm sticking up for you here. I'm saying Boston College has really good sports fans. They just haven't been activated in a while. I see what they're like when they're at hockey games. I've seen what they can be like at basketball games. Man, when I, I tell, I've told you before, I was a student during 2005, 2006 when those basketball teams under Jared Dudley and Al Skinner and Craig Smith were playing. You couldn't you couldn't buy a seat in Conti Forum. BC just needs to be awoken again, and you'll get those fans again. You now you may not get the casual Bostonian, and right now maybe you will because there's not a whole lot of um, good sports teams around right now um, because everyone's struggling. But you're gonna get the passionate BC uh, alumni. You're gonna get the students back. I think they can come back. You just have to win. So I'm not saying that Boston College is this, you know, juggernaut, but they're not the worst fan base in college sports. And the disrespect the Eagles get, I think when they start winning and they start beating teams so that they don't become the joke of, oh, you lost to Boston College. Dur, 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 dur. You see that all the time on Twitter. You're going to get more respect. You're going to get more fans. And this nonsense about BC being completely irrelevant will go away. 
So this is AJ Black. We'll be back again tomorrow for another show. Thank you all for listening. If you enjoy our show, the best thing you could do, I say this all the time, and I hope you have done this, is recommend us to a friend. If you have set, you know, if you have a friend that is into Boston College, you go, maybe you have season tickets together. Send them my podcast. Say, hey, check out what AJ had to say about this, or you know, hear what he had to think about that. You know, maybe he's wrong, and I don't like what he has to say, but I, 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 I love that kind of stuff. So if you could send this to one friend, that would make a huge difference. We already have a, a legion of listeners, and I appreciate every single one of you because I know, you know, you only have so much time in the day, and you've chosen to spend your time with me. That means a lot to me, and I th- want to thank each and every one of you, and I, I sincerely meet, mean this, uh, for, for listening to our show. So I'll see you all again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Take care, everyone.